Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer, a daily communal prayer and worship practice for followers of Christ. Today we are called to worship with a short psalm, Psalm 131. Lord, my heart isn't proud, my eyes aren't conceited. I don't get involved with things too great or wonderful for me. No, but I have calmed and quieted myself, like a weaned child on its mother. I'm like the weaned child that is with me. Israel, wait for the Lord from now until forever from now. Today's Old Testament reading comes out of the book of Proverbs, chapter 7. My son, keep my words, store up my commands within you, keep my commands and live, and my instruction like the pupil of your eye. Bind them on your fingers, write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister, call understanding friend, so she might guard you against the mysterious woman from the foreign woman who flatters you. When from the window of my house, from behind the screen I gazed down, I looked among the naive young men and noticed among the youth one who had no sense, who was crossing the street at her corner and walked down the path to her house in the early evening at the onset of night and darkness. All of a sudden a woman approaches him, dressed like a prostitute and with a cunning mind. She is noisy and defiant. Her feet don't stay long in her own house. She has one foot in the street, one foot in the public square. She lies in wait at every corner. She grabs him and kisses him. Her face is brazen as she speaks to him. I've made a sacrifice of well-being. Today I fulfilled my solemn promises, so I've come out to meet you, seeking you, and I've found you. I've spread my bed with luxurious covers, with covered linens from Egypt. I've sprinkled my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let's drink deep of love until morning. Let's savor our lovemaking, for my husband isn't home. He's gone far away. Let's take a pouch of money with him. He took a pouch of money with him. He won't come home till full moon. She seduces him with her talk. She entices him with her flattery. He goes headlong after her, like an ox to the slaughter, like a deer leaping into a trap, until an arrow pierces his liver, like a bird hurrying to the snare, not aware that it will cost him his life. Now children, listen to me and pay attention to my speech. Don't turn your heart to her ways. Don't wander down her paths. She has caused many corpses to fall. She has killed many people. Her house is a path to the grave, going down to the chambers of death. Today's epistle reading comes out of the first epistle of John, chapter 5, verses 13 through 21. I write these things to you who believe in the name of God's Son, so that you can know that you have eternal life. This is the confidence that we have in our relationship with God. If we ask for anything in agreement with his will, he listens to us. If we know that he listens to whatever we ask, we know that we have received what we asked from him. If anyone sees a brother or sister committing a sin that does not result in death, they should pray and God will give life to them, that is, to those who commit sins that don't result in death. There is a sin that results in death. I'm not saying that you should pray about that. Every righteous action, every unrighteous action is sin, but there is a sin that does not result in death. We know that everyone born from God does not sin, 
but the one born from God guards themselves, and the evil one cannot touch them. We know we are from God, and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. We know that God's Son has come and has given us understanding to know the one who is true. We are in the one who is true by being in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Little children, guard yourselves from idols. Today's Gospel reading comes out of the Gospel of John, chapter 11, beginning in verse 55. It was almost time for the Jewish Passover, and many people went from the countryside up to Jerusalem to purify themselves through ritual washing before the Passover. They were looking for Jesus. As they spoke to each other in the temple, they said, What do you think? He won't come to the festival, will he? The chief priests and Pharisees had given orders that anyone who knew where he was should report it, so they could arrest him. Six days before Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, home of Lazarus, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Lazarus and his sisters hosted a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was among those who joined him at the table. Then Mary took an extraordinary amount, almost three quarters of a pound, of very expensive perfume made of pure nard. She anointed Jesus' feet with it, then wiped his feet dry with her hair. The house was filled with the aroma of the perfume. Judas Iscariot, one of the disciples, the one who was about to betray him, complained. This perfume was worth a year's wages. Why wasn't it sold and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He carried the money bag and would take what was in it. Then Jesus said, leave her alone. This perfume was to be used in preparation for my burial, and this is how she has used it. You will always have the poor among you, but you won't always have me. You're the one who walked on water and you calmed the raging sea. You command the highest mountain to fall upon their knees. You're the one who welcomes sinners and you open blinded eyes. You restored the brokenhearted and you brought the dead to life. Forgetting all our sin, you remember all your promises. You are amazing, more than amazing. With authority you've spoken, and you set the captive free. You're the king who came to serve, and you're the God who washed our feet. 
you're the one who took our burdens and you bled upon the cross in your kindness and your mercy you became the way for us forgetting all our sins you remembered all your promises The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope in God's restoration of the world. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. We'll be reciting it every devotion between our song and prayer time. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made, 
For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Now let's enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you to lift your prayers silently or out loud, whichever is more comfortable, depending on where you find yourself participating with us today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church around the globe. Help us to be unified in your mission today. May we be great representatives of Christ wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering, whether sick, injured, or oppressed today. May they feel your comfort, strength, and peace. And Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers today. Lord, we come to you not just with needs, but also with thanksgivings for the many blessings that you've given us. We thank you for those blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these words of blessing out of Psalm 134. All you who serve the Lord, bless the Lord right now. All you who minister in the Lord's house at night, bless God. Lift up your hands to the sanctuary and bless the Lord. May the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, bless you from Zion. Go today with the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's hymn was More Than Amazing, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm, Old Testament, epistle, and gospel readings were by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created by Keller Gage. Today's episode was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.